Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of our weekly Flats and Shanks podcast. I'm David Flatman. I'm Tom. Tom who? Tom Hanks. You. What you like? Thing is, what if we have a new listener this week and they don't know who you really are? Okay, yeah, fair enough. I am Tom Shanklin, um, former. I was trying to think. Former London Welsh, um, former Saracen, former Cardiff Blue, and. Go on. Social former. captain. Yeah. Of every I mean, team I played for. You probably were, actually, weren't you? Yeah, 100%. If there was a social going on, I would lead it, and I would also make sure everyone came in fancy dress. Otherwise, what's the point? What's the point of having a social if everyone's just going to wear their best clothes? Yeah, although fancy dress is a ball ache. Yeah, but I like that. I like people making the effort. It says a lot about a person. When they're forced to make an effort. When they're forced to make an effort, <laughs> and what they come out fighting like. Yeah, was it you or me that went to the Saracens fancy dress party and the and the theme was different countries and went in a G string with Hong Kong? Was that you or me? No, it wasn't me. I think it might have been me. That's a, that's a great shout. That yeah. Um, if you don't know if it was you, you'd you'd rec- you'd know if that was you. Or surely not, it wasn't me. Yeah, surely. I was. I was always thought it was. I've got a picture of either you or me having done it. No, whoever did it. Hundred percent isn't me. I would, like. I wouldn't do that. That's that is that's another level. We went. We did a tube. We did Piccadilly. Oh no, we did tube stations once, didn't we? And one of the lads went with a veil on, and a saw hanging around his neck, and went. It's made a veil. Very good. I used to love. I used to love those. Um, back in uh, when we trained by Oakwood and Cockfossers for Saracens, we'd get on at Cockfossers, which was the first stop, wasn't it, on the Piccadilly line, and go all yeah. the way in, out every yeah. stop until we got about King's Cross. There was a couple of stops that didn't have pubs close by and then we have probably talked about this because it's such a great it was such a great one wasn't it just passing, passing each other through tube doors did you oh yeah oh, we have talked about it remember, remember the worst pub of all i mean i remember it flat out straight away is it manor house yep yeah <laughs> i think it's the manor house pub as well yes and i 
and my, I had a challenge and I think Dipper or someone, Tony Dipper or someone gave me a challenge and it was like, right, you got to nick someone's hat from this pub. You got to, next pub we get to, you have to be wearing the hat of someone in this pub now. So I was like, right. <sighs> okay. There's a bloke sitting by the bar who's, this, this is going to sound terrible on this podcast, but we did it. Um, and I reg- live to regret it. And I nicked his hat off the top of his head and he chased me all the way down into the tube station. And I never knew I could hurdle, but I hurdled the barriers, even though I had a ticket. Oh, like something from a movie, that. I know. I mean, I think I fell over at one point, like in a movie as well. But I was I was escaped, but then I was free. And I got it on, and it was this really rank black leather bucket hat that had, hadn't been washed ever. And it was in terrible nick. And I wore it to the Punch and Judy in Covent Garden. And um, George Shooter was asleep by then. And then the police, uh, we won't get that rowdy, but the police were called. I remember thinking, like, why have they been called? We're, there's nothing going on here. Um, we weren't being bad at all. We genuinely weren't. And then as, when they walked in, Ches shouted out, Oi, oi, strippers are here. And that was it. <laughs> they um, they didn't like us. They didn't like us. I, um, I went to a fancy dress once. We had to dress as a letter B. This was when I was at Brunel University. And it was obviously student That's night, good. pound a pint. Um and I didn't know what to do, so I cut the um, rear out of my jeans and yeah. went as, I just had to write butt naked on my t-shirt on the back. <laughs> I thought you were going to say broke back mountain. So I went out by then. <laughs> so I was just having a chat oh, yeah. normally with people and I just have like a white t-shirt and a pair of jeans on, like looking sharp, you know, it was a real crisp white t-shirt and just being on holiday, so town was coming out. And, was it? Uh, I said, oh no, I, can't. I, I was just saying, yeah, and you know, I... I'm not into all that fancy dress lark. Um, does my head in, you know. Go and dress as letter B. It's just pathetic. And then I just turn around and walk off. <laughs> it's fair to say I went home alone that night. But Remember when... Um, not from the want to try it. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We might have done this on the pod. Who knows? Who cares? But when, um, when we were in an Eros nightclub in uh, Enfield one night and... These girls came over, or we went over to them more likely, and started chatting. And they said, "What's his name?" And I said, oh, "He's French. Uh, this is Thomas, and he's French. And you had to be French all night. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember that? I don't know. Probably. I used to change your name all the time. Didn't everyone did? Yeah, usually with Jeff. I used to be because of Pauli. Um, I used to be the the the. Jeff the car Pauli was Jeff the carpenter from Essex and I think I was Jeff the carpenter from Penge or something like that but it was yeah it was very funny and yeah I used to, I used to you know they were good days I mean we you know we're too old for all that now but I remember Tomo Dave Thompson he <laughs> he just used to one night he came over and it just you know when you wink and one of your eyes shuts he just walked over and he'd winked and he kept one of his eyes shut and they were like what happened to your eye he's like what do you mean your eye? Yeah, what about my eye? And we're looking at her like, don't. So like, your eye? And he's like, yeah, I mean, what about my eye? What do you want to know about my eye? What's, what's, as if he didn't know his eye was shut. And he kept his eyes shut for the whole night. That is, that's method It was acting. genius. That is method like, The whole night, mate, his eye was shut the whole night. The next morning he came into breakfast. He's like, all right, boys, one eye shut. It was just genius. Oh, I um, went to, um, how's your week been anyway? I mean, if you want to listen to Six Nations, um, make sure you get on the ITV, STV, Six Nations pod. Just have to mention that. Um, actually, before I say how your week's been, mate, um, how did you get on with Match Pint? Really badly. No, you didn't do really badly. I did really badly. 56% I got. My oh. predictions were 56% right. I had um, 
England to win by 22 points on the weekend. Um, in the, I mean, in the Guinness Rugby Legends um, overall, yeah. I finished sixth. You on 157. You did well on fourth with 168. But Yian, the Lion Evans, a.k.a. Bruce Willis, he won it with 192 points. Wow, you mean Lion Yian Evans? That is... That's Can't just trust luck. Him. That is just luck. I mean, of course it is. It is. Of course it is. There's no way he's um, a better score predictor than me or you. Um, no way, fella. In the Flats Absolutely and no Shanks way. League, though, mm. Ollie Hodge, um, he won round four, I think. But overall, Neil Pugsley won with 196 points. So, yeah, but well done, Neil Pugsley. Um, I hope you well claimed done, your three points. Um, Elgin Hughes was actually joint first it's just as a shame well. Pugsley, Pugsley won't have any mates to go and have a pint with because he doesn't get out enough because he's got too many points. I should have mentioned Elgin Hughes was joint winner, but um, Neil Pugsley um, leads on the leaderboard. But they, joint points doesn't really matter, does it? Um, James Metcalf from Guinness finished on fourth. He did all right, 194. He you, did, didn't he? You finished 67th. Above you or below you? Uh, mate, you're always above. You. Nolly finished on 172. I finished 115th out of 747 members. Um, so I would say that the match pint score predictor was a good success. And I really enjoyed playing on it through the Six Nations. Long I may it continue. Because of the pint thing and all that stuff, but also because... We had some good little bants on our little WhatsApp groups, didn't we? MLB yeah. management WhatsApp group, Michelle, we're fully at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I was the last to send mine in. I've been really unlucky, though. I probably would have finished first. Every week. But, you know, that disallowed try from Wales against Italy right at the end, that, that really that really screwed me. And so did, you, didn't it? so did that resurgence in the second half from Scotland. You know, part of me really wanted Scotland to win because it was a great comeback. But I would say... 51% didn't so I could finish high up and match pint pint predictor yeah. so it's real isn't it the thing is it's digital now it's there forever um, just before we get into stuff I just want to mention what this stuff? Dave just stuff in general like what we've been up to alright yeah um, alright yeah did you see the new documentary um, I can't remember what it's called I think it's called like Harry's Men on the 96 England football team and they've 66 ma- yeah no 96. Yeah. Harry Redknapp's men. Yeah. No, never heard of it. You haven't heard of it? Nope. Oh, my. Oh, my days. Oh, my days. Um, really? Yeah. I loved it. It was on last night. I think it's on tonight again. I'm going to get it up for you so I get the actual right name. Um, you can see it on Catch Up and Planner. But basically, what's going on? It's called Harry's Heroes. But, okay. So... Um, Harry's Redknapp and his team of the 1990s players. Um, so you got Neil Reddick, Lee Sharp, um, Waddle Merson, John Barnes, but he's injured. That's why so. my mate Natty was on Twitter saying you wouldn't believe Razor Ruddock ever played professional football. Matt Letitia, there's loads of them. Yeah, you wouldn't believe it at all. David Seaman. Um, Seaman, Seamo. Yeah. PSC, Psycho. No, he's not in there. Um, basically anyone with... Who's desperate for work is in there, I think. <laughs> but it's really good. And they're all out of shape and they're trying to get them back into shape and they're playing um, a German legends team. But, I mean, Razor Ruddock is a mess of a bloke. He does a cracking mangina. You see that. 
But what made me laugh was um, they're all getting weighed. Okay, so they're all getting weighed the first day they arrive, and everyone's getting on the scales, and David Seaman gets on the scales, and what are you going to do is raise a relic in the background. Oh, there it is, 90 kg of Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's really good because you also get to see all the boys' houses as well. Like um, Harry oh, Redknapp really? in the Sandbanks, wow. Matt Letizia, um also, not, well, as, not as big, not as big. Um, Lee Sharp, big. Um, yeah, Barnsley, flash, Barnsley flash should do with a lick of paint. Could it? <laughs> That's what they say, yeah. Um, <laughs> who was in there as well? The, <laughs> the Romford Pele. Um, oh, yeah, I love him. Yeah. Ray Parler. Yeah. Um, but it's really know. good. You've got to watch it. It's really okay, funny. Watch it. Uh, they're all they're that. all on a, they're all on about Ruddock and his weight, and they're all trying to lose weight. And he's gone on a party boat to the Mediterranean, <laughs> <laughs> drinking <laughs> pina coladas. He's gone, mate. Um, they did a bleep test and everything, and um, Ruddock left on level one. <laughs> no, he can't run, mate. But he played pro football. It's on tonight. You watch it on catch up. It's really good. Okay. It's fun. I'll have a look fun. at that. I remember when I did a bleep test of a joke and I'd had um I'd had a double shoulder recon, been out for ten months, but my Achilles was so knackered that I couldn't do any weights and I couldn't row and I couldn't run. So I just like ballooned. I was in terrible nick. I couldn't do anything for like six months beyond rehab, which does nothing. And the lads made me do a bleep test like for a joke, because I could hardly run. So I was like, I'm doing it with one foot poking out to the side. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I did it. And even then, I got to level eight point something. So I was yeah. rubbish at a bleep test. But level one is walking. Yeah. Like I mean, there's there's some well, quite old boys there. Like Chris Waddle's quite quite old. Um, speaking of old blokes, right, it just reminded me. Uh, I did a a dinner a while ago, right, and they had a, um, there's a really old committee member and he was sort of the MC, really just telling people to sit down, making them go up for, for food, table by table, that old thing. And the comedian was sat with us on the top table and uh, as this old committee member introduced the comedian, introduced him, said his name and stuff, and as the comedian got up, he just picked up the mic, looked at the old committee member and said, how the F did Harold Shipman miss you? <laughs> it just tickled me completely because I'm going to have to give you the kiss of life aren't I uh, but <laughs> he was so old that's good <laughs> yeah he's a good one that was right in the straight in the memory bank um, but very anyway good. Um, very very good laughs hey well it's just mega lols isn't it so how was your week last week well I know I, I know a couple of days were at work because we were together but yeah to I really enjoyed Cheltenham um, proper way to do it Guinness really looked after us and they that did, was a lovely they? day. That was a betting day for me. That was a, a a chance to redeem myself for the the rubbish bets I put on the day before, which I just went with name. Whilst this time I followed a bit of form, felt like John McCurick. Yeah, is that his name? You like him, John McCurick. Yes. Close enough. That's it. I, I knew it was something in there. Uh, but I really enjoyed that. Um, Saturday was mental day, doing stuff for ITV in the streets of Wales. Oh yeah. And some were flash interviews popping, after. Were you vox popping for ITV, were you? Yeah. Um, PTCs, piece of the camera. It's just all the lingo I'm picking oh, up these God, days. Yeah. JCBs, yeah. Um, and then um, flash interviews STD, after. STDs with IT. Yeah, okay, go on. Yeah. yeah. I've never... H- no, I've never done um, 
flash interviews before. They said, they oh, are, don't they? Yeah, but when they asked me, I said, yeah, yeah, I've, I've done a few. So that, of course you do. I was like, that, that's like when you're, nose when you're a prop. When you're a prop, it's like you're a loose head. Do you cover the tight head? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like, Whoop. I'm a real boy. <laughs> yeah. Of course you do. And uh, like, Shanks, do you play wing as well? Yes. Yeah. Fullback? Affirmative. Oh, mate. Yes. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. So anyway, first interview up was uh, Joe Schmidt. I was like, oh, gee. But anyway, just blagged it and tried to sound upbeat, but dying inside. But anyway, um, just played touch tonight, <laughs> though. And uh, really dominated. Got my heart rate up to 148, which is really good for me because I've got a heart like a horse. Um, 148 is good for you? Yeah. Yeah. I normally, when I'm when I'm playing touch once a month because my knee's knackered, I'm normally getting up to about um, 125, but we're short on numbers tonight. So You are kidding me. Yeah. I was just, I was playmaker. I was gas man. I was, I was, Dick, Van, I was Dick Van Dyke, mate. Yeah, okay. All things to all men. The Leatherman, mate. The complete tool at everything. Yeah, complete weapon. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, that's, um, and that's that's my week, mate. What, what are you I can get my heart. I can get my heart rate to one four seven. The toilet, mate. Walking up the downstairs. I can. Honestly, my heart flies. Yeah, yeah that's why. I, that's why I haven't got long left. So I better tell you about my week quickly before. Yeah, that's it. Um, well, I went to watch my daughter play netball on Monday, Tom. How was that? Bristol Grammar School, they lost their first game of the season and it was a decent no. loss as well. Taking apart, mate. Good oh. for him though. I, mean, yeah. I, gave, I took her I took her back to the car, all smiles, and gave her a little chocolate bar on the way back, and as soon as I got back to the car, I pulled it out of her hand and gave her a good smack. <laughs> Can't go losing, mate. Okay. Call no, kids, mate, I, do you? <clears throat> yeah, that's what I said to her. Um What'd you say? If you if you wanna if you wanna see the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. That's it. Give me that chocolate. You're a loser. That's what I said to her. Mm. Obviously, Chel- I went to Cheltenham on Tuesday as well, so I tic tac toe three days at Cheltenham. Oh. I went with uh, Matt Powell on the Tuesday with a with a jockey club, and Sinbad was on the table with his wife yeah. Lucy. So that was lovely, and saw a few peeps and had a few whiskey cocktails and a bit of champers. It was it was a beaut day. One nothing. Um, Wednesday with you with the green room, which was great fun. Um, Derda's hosting it, different level. Lee Westwood. Was in there. He won forty-eight grand. Told Instagram about it, and also told me that he hasn't won less than fifty grand in the last four years. I never tell people when I win that much. You know that. I never ever brag. I just bank. You've never, you've never heard me tell you that I've won fifty grand. You've never heard me say that. I bank it on PayPal, and I just use that on House of Fraser and other shopping websites, Amazon, and Field and Flower. Yeah, so that was, I mean, that was nice, wasn't it? Mm. It was a lovely night, wasn't it? Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What was, it, what was your Saturday like? Well, oh, for, oh, before that, boy, before I talk about that, on the Tuesday night, I texted Andy Hazel. We got a little WhatsApp group, Andy Hazel, Alex Brown, and James Forrester, Jang, a.k.a. Django Brown and is, Hazy. Is the Forrester still in Singapore? No, he's back back in Cheltenham. Okay. Living large, mate. He's basically Didn't bought out, one of it. the stately homes off the Queen, oh. and he's doing it up. Yeah, it's tough life. When, you, when you're when you like Django, mate, you just, you're, you're born to privilege, so... It's one of those things that if something needs to happen, he just looks in the ashtray of one of his cars and the funds are in there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he's just yeah. made it. He's just, he's like, he's just, you know, he's a lovely man, but he's, he's just made it. So on a Tuesday night, I asked them, where should I go for dinner in Cheltenham? Because I was there with Pauly and a couple of sponsors. Where should I book? And they said, try this place called Koj, K-O-J in Cheltenham. Japanese, Japanese, whatever it is, tapas or whatever, but no sushi. It's a Japanese restaurant with no sushi. Okay. Booked it, booked it, packed it, booked it, went there. And the bloke walks over and says, are you flats? I was like, yes, what do you want me to sign? Not okay. And he's like, I'm Codge. We went to school together. Turns out Codge owns a restaurant in Cheltenham called Codge. And he was on MasterChef and he did really well on MasterChef. So loads of people know him and his restaurant was really busy. And we had this lovely chat and... um. I was like, look, instead of ordering for the menu, just give us loads of food and give us what you reckon we should have. And it was very, very, very delicious to the point where I asked basically for the same again. Okay. Um, you know, that was interesting. So that's that's my best friend, Codge, now. Um, oh, right. I was, ex- I was, I don't know what I was expecting then. Yeah, just I, I know people everywhere, mate. Yeah. You're a friendly guy, yeah? Um, but yeah, that I had to race off on Thursday from Chelters because I hosted a, an event, uh, Langham's in Piccadilly, for uh, your dad, Big Jim's mate, Howard Evans, um, yeah. formerly London Welsh, but Lord's Taverners, that was a charity thing. And I said I'd do it before I agreed to go to Cheltenham. So these things you just got yeah. to go and do. And it was it was really, really good fun. Really nice. Hosted the old enemy dinner at the Grosvenor on Friday night. Uh, did Stuart Kelly, Reed organised that. Did Kelly Brown bring his guitar? Was he there? Singing? Kelly Brown bought his guitar, yeah. Is he, like, have... is he like the new David Brent slash Sean Holly? Just brings a guitar everywhere with him. Yes. All right. Yes, and we- he's like, they're wheeling me out again. I was like, just get up there and shut up. So just get up there and sing eyebrows. Yeah, very funny. Uh, so Big Jim was there. Doddy was there. I mean, every, everyone's there. Uh, I sat next to Mickey Skinner. Yeah, which for that. me is super cool. Mick I really the munch. So I sent. Uh, he gave me a selfie. He goes, right, let's do a selfie for your dad. Um, we had a couple of beers and I got so, back to my seat. Does he seat. Start I- a mullet, mate? He does. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
so I got back to my every time I went up on the stage for half an hour, forty minutes at a time doing stuff. You know, yeah. You get back down, and he's like, "I had three beers while you were gone." So there's your three. Oh. I don't, mate. We're sitting together, not drinking together. He said, "We are, pal." Yes, we are. And I was like, okay, okay, yeah. And I had two G&Ts while you were up there. I was like, right, so I'm getting back down. And by the end of dinner, I was twatted, to be honest with you, which is, uh, makes me sound very professional. But it was wicked night. Absolutely brilliant. Night. I had to do really, two really pints on the head on the weekend, mate. Did you? Yeah. Well, obviously, we had um, we had about 200 people in pre-Wales v. Island game in the Marriott with Gennaro. And um, I couldn't drink before because I was doing all the the TV and the interview. So when I got back uh, to the Marriott after the Wales Island game, we did a Q&A, myself and Alan Quinlan, and someone handed me a pint of Guinness and I was so thirsty. I started to drink it and it was going down so well. Uh, there's a couple of cheers from the crowd. You know what it's like, don't you? When you... This, isn't, this isn't a accidental sponsorship chat. You no. and I actually do drink Guinness through Yeah, choice. no, exactly. Yeah. And... Uh, I had a big sip and I, I could hear cover go on, Chan, go on, like that. So I went, <laughs> so I went, I went and I finished it. And then someone added me, another, someone added me another one, right? And uh, and then all I could hear out the back was, he won't do it, he won't do it, he he bloody what, he won't, he'll do it. And then uh, I could hear, then I was going, go on, go on, Chan, go on. And then I started doing it. And you couldn't stop. And I looked you? down the front, and there's uh, Chris Sadler from Enterprise Cars. He was like most aggressive <laughs> face, pointing at me, going, Do it, do it, do it. And it was, <laughs> so I did two on the head. Oh, oh right. I've not done Shut that. Up, I've not done that for like 20 years, I reckon. Um, I'm but, not sure I've ever done, I haven't done two points on the head. Oh, I must have done it. But what I will but... say is the amount of street cred I got after. Oh, massive. And then you, no facial expression, put it down, pick up another pint, take a sip. Carry on with your day. Yeah, um, apart from quite a few burps. Yeah, obviously, but you disguise those. And then, um, you know, probably some action at the other end as well. But it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, sorry about that. But anyway. Yeah, good. Saturday Saturday was uh, lovely. So it was just, um, I hosted the HSBC suite at Twickenham for the England-Scotland game, which was just an incredible game, um, as we discussed on the other pod. But Ah, oh, it was fab, and it's a really, it's a really cool day in there. So yeah, sounds you, you can do what you want during the game. So I I wandered up to the uh, Land Rover box because um, Steve Thompson was up there as well. He was up there with someone else, but I met Tomo the hooker as in hook, Tomo the hooker. Yeah, we met we met in the box, and Paul Lilly as well, who who runs Triumph UK bikes. Every, everyone's mates basically. So we all just piled in there for a couple of pints and. Watched most of the game in there. I went back down and watched the the climax of the game with Chris Robshaw and Ross Ford, who were two of the guests on the day. Hugh Jones came in as well. Didn't take to him at all. Did not take to him at all. Um, oh, lovely bloke. Pourquoi? Lovely bloke. Really nice. Good chat. Just a bit like threateningly attractive. So you didn't take to him because he was good looking? Yeah, it's not just that. It's not just that because he's a nice height. He's about six foot, six one maybe. He's very good looking in the flesh. His hair is probably why we like, didn't hit it off to start with. Yeah, his fa- his hair is his face is decent. Like it, it's good. It's a good face. It's not Brad Pitt. It's a good face. But his hair is like he hasn't tried. But it's still cool. Is it because he's South African and I know how you hate um, journeymen? 
you know how I, I just I just don't like the foreigners door. That's why I want to get out of it. You, you as soon as we can, deal or no deal. No, it's not. It's not that because he's a Millfield boy and he's he sounds he sounds like me and I sound like the Queen, right? So that's, that's right. got to be right. But it's just the whole package because he's quite pumped up and beefy and he is wearing a a tight shirt that wasn't that tight. So it was modest, but it was tight enough that you could see that he was a much better package than anyone else in the room. Yep. So as soon as he walked off, he left the room. He only did pre-match. Chris Robshaw went straight over to me and went, he's in good nick, isn't he? So yeah, and Robbo had two bit, two bits of cake on his plate. And Robbo's like the fittest guy ever. Mm. Two bits of cake on his plate. And he was like, didn't touch any of these, did he? I said, no. And he's like, the thing is, protein cake, mate. That's where he's missing out. Thing and is, he was though, just, I didn't. you can't starve yourself from, from things like cake and sugar because... You know, you just become addicted to it when you finish because... Like me. Yeah, you've not been able to have it for so long. So it's good in small amounts. Well done, Robbo. That's it. That's it. Much small amounts. He, he's smashing it away, but didn't take the huge owns because he was basically too attractive. Okay. There isn't... There, well, actually, a really nice bloke. There is not a female that would not find him attractive. And that is what annoys me about him because he covers so many markets. Okay. He's got it nailed. But yeah, Ross Ford, I never met him before, but we had a really good time actually. Um and after the game we had Do you have some Chris Quaker, do you have some Quaker oats with him? Some I am brewing some Quaker oats. I think he was um I think he was sponsored by Quaker Oats. I think maybe. But that but I'm just Sean Connery's agent. Well yeah, I want Stanley Goodspeed. <laughs> well of course you are. Losers always whine about doing their best while the winners go home and are the prom queen. <laughs> you, um, you're necking pints and doing Sean Connery impersonations, <laughs> mate. You, we're going downhill. We're spiralling out And we had, a, and we had a punch bag in there as well, which I hit nine, Did you? Yeah, I hit 999, which is the biggest score. Wouldn't go to 1,000. Oops. Uh, that is massive. Yeah, but you're a freak. No, a freak. Right, no, it wasn't a great one, mate. Anyone could have hit that. Bubs, Bubs okay. hit it as well, so... Enough said. Oh, right. Yeah. So after the game, we had Richard Wigglesworth come in and uh, mentioned this in the other pod, but very, very, very good on a Q&A panel. Very okay. good. Okay. Punchy, incisive, appropriately sweary, like not, not blue. How many, how many caps did he have? I don't know, actually. Okay. okay. Um, I was just, all I wanted to talk to him about was Ben Spencer. Get yeah. a nod ahead of him. Yeah. Um, didn't get a chance to rub it in too much, but I just... I talked to Robbo as much as I possibly could about Brad Shields because yeah. he he can't really argue with Mark Wilson because Mark Wilson has just been fantastic for England like what mm. a player he can't argue with that but and he didn't argue with Brad Shields he he played a straight bat but I personally am not having the Brad Shields thing um, I'm absolutely willing to be proven wrong but I've watched every minute of rugby he has played since he came to the UK and I have big I am yet. That. I've seen it well, I watched all his games. He's only played about yeah. 10. And I have not yet seen anything that puts him above some of the guys he's in that England squad ahead of. Mm-hmm. And I hope it's not because he's big with the right accent. He's yeah. a big Kiwi and he played with all those guys. I hope it's not that. I hope there's something I'm not seeing. But I'm just being completely frank. I realise it's a reasonably aggressive thing to say on our friendly little pod, but I just, I'm not having it at all. Nice bit um, of business today. Did you hear? Go on. Josh oh, Adams. Scarlets. Yeah, Josh Adams signing for the Blues. Yeah, yeah. Sad, sad for Worcester that, but yeah. it's always going to happen. When um, when I interviewed Rob Evans after the game, right, I said, uh, he come in, he, he, you know what he's like, you've met him before. Lovely bloke, large in life. I, yeah. So I said, here I am with Grand Slam hero, 
Rob Evans, he liked that. He had a little laugh. <laughs> you see him on the interview with um was it Ross Harris and Reese Priestland after no, the game? Yeah, it was um yeah. I think Very it was Ross funny. Harris. Reese Priestland said uh he's like, Any truth to the any truth was it any truth that you're the best prop the loose head prop in the world now? The rumour that you're the best loose head prop in the world now. He said, I'm not fired off, bud. <laughs> <laughs> not fired off. It was, uh, no, it was really Garth Reese Owen, it was. Um, oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grow, grow, grow yeah. bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Growth hormone. <laughs> um, grower. Uh, <laughs> grow up. Grow up. Grow up, boy. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, like, I like Rob Evans. He's, just, he's very good value. Uh, John Barclay's story on the, on the Friday night, this old enemy dinner. John Barclay was on the panel, the Scottish flanker. Yeah. Very bright. Very funny, actually. I, I, I've never met him before, and he only answered a couple of questions. It was a weird Q and A because basically, a couple of people asked Phil Vickery, and he, Phil Vickery does proper long, very funny stories. So the other lads just sit and listen. And to be honest, they're as happy listening to Vicks as they are answering their own questions. Yeah. So John Barkley only got a couple of questions. They all did, but very, very funny. And he tells this great story. I won't um, tell the whole thing because. Somebody might go to an event and hear it one day, but it's about his first time at Scarlet's. He's obviously not Welsh. Yeah. Um, he's Scottish. He's also very bright. He Born happens in Hong to be. Kong. Yeah. And he he's like the boy. He's basically got uh, Rob Evans and uh, I've forgotten his name. Tighter prop. Big lad. Joe Marler had a spat with him. Oh, um, Samson Lee. You've forgotten his name. Samson Lee, yeah. So they're having a... And he's like, no... It's EFR, EFR, no, it's R. There's an R in there, right? It's EFR, and he walks over, and they're trying to spell something. And it's basically like they're arguing over the spelling of an avocado. That's the point. <laughs> so I, I've deliberately, I've, by the way, I hope I can deliver a joke now and then. I've deliberately made that not very funny because I don't want to nick someone else's story and, you know, deliver the punchline and claim it as my own but I did ask him afterwards good one that is very good one very good one yeah I um John Bartley replied to a, a tweet of mine yesterday I think it was Scott Baldwin put this tweet out about Sean Edwards and how um how amazing he's been for Wales etc etc and I just replied saying mate climb out of his I saw that climb out of his rear and uh I knew it was a good one when you got a load of the boys retweeting it, Liam Williams, all that lot, all retweeting it straight away. And yeah. uh, John Bartley put up a, a gif of um, Team America, one of the guys in Team America just being aggressively sick. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, I felt really bad because it was a really nice tweet about him, but you know what it's like. The boy, <laughs> you got battered now. Yeah, right? but the boy, you can't get away with anything like that, can you, with the boys? No. You try and be no. really nice, and it just backfires. No, I, I love that. I loved it. Rob Evs retweeted it as well. Did he? Yeah. You know, no, it's a good one it. then when it's, the boys are doing it. I just when they announced uh, the three signings at Scarlets of uh, Fox Sheriff and Rob Evs. I'm using their nicknames now. Yeah. Um, and I just replied to Rob Evans and just put about ten dollar ba- dollar signs or dollar bags. Yeah. And because I remember we did an interview with him, and I was like, "It's good fun playing for Wales." He's like, "Yeah, it's good cash, like good cash. And you don't spend a penny while you're here. Yeah, while you're here, you know, everything's free, free food, like free showers, free laundry, and get paid for it, like double win." <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, good value. Yeah, good value. He is good. Um, 
Right, that'll probably do us. I mean, we're going to get back next week to we the Premiership. Sorry if we've missed any of the Premiership this week. Um, basically, there's been loads on. It's been the end of the Six Nations. We will. There's only the Premiership to... Rugby Cup final this weekend with Saints and Saris, and that is now a few days ago, and it's kind of dead. But just as an aside, Saints were very good. Um, Lewis Ludden, really, really good on the flank. Really liked him. James yeah. Grayson at 10 looked fab. Hutchinson in the centre. Um, got the job done. Yeah. So good on him. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's our um, summary for the week. That's a good one. Uh, thanks very much. Um, Thank you. Well done. Um, anyway, we'll be back to you as per normal now next week. Can't wait for it. Can't wait to get back to a bit of domestic rugby. I've missed it. Oh, I, I, have re- I really have. Really have. I really have. You know, sometimes it's nice when you get these little windows where it's international rugby, but let's not forget our bread and butter, our grassroots, which is... Speaking of which, while I've got you on the... While I've got you um, sort of eye to eye, yeah. Um, next Saturday, or this Saturday, with Channel 5, we're doing the live game thing, Saris against Quinns from the London Stadium, the yeah. Olympic Stadium. But then we're going to... Instead of doing the highlights in Devon on the Sunday, which is a bit of a trek, we're going to do it on the Saturday night. Yeah. So on Sunday, you've got a day off. Do you fancy getting together and hanging out? Um, this Sunday? Yeah. Uh, Take the kids to an adventure park or something. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Four girls, they could go fishing. Or I'm not sure what my weekend um, is looking like yet, mate. Uh, so... Do you but, want to get back to me on it? Yeah, I'm not discounting it, and I'm not being a knob by just blanking you. If you, you could know, let on, me know by Sunday morning, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> let me have a think about it and find out what we got on, because my dad's coming down as well, I think, this weekend. Big Jim. So, yeah, Big Jim. Mate, oh. the grass don't cut itself. Yeah, true that, true that. Um, I always think if I had a real job, I would always go to the hairdressers during work time. Because I heard someone say once, you're getting a haircut during the day, during the working day. He's like, it grows on work time, so it gets cut on work time. I like that. Yeah, and never have a poo in your own time. Never have poo on your lunch. No way. Never have poo on your lunch. Always have poo I never, in work I never time. poo for free. Never. Mm-hmm. I only do it on someone else's watch, someone else's clock. Yeah. 100%. Otherwise, that is dead time. And that applies to need, other things as well. All you need is three bits of paper as well. One up, one down, and one to polish. Have you been watching um, Alan Partridge? Um, I've watched one, and... It gets better. It gets better, I promise you. Oh, the Irish guy, I've seen the clip on Twitter. Oh, my God, that is so funny. If I had a choice There's between... There's no H. There's no H. If I had a choice between Partridge and Brent, it would be Partridge. I'm sorry. The original. Don't apologise. The original. He's so clever. His use of language is... It's just incredible. Can I have some water? My mouth is dry. Honestly, it gets better. I'm going to watch it better. now. I'm going to watch it right now. So I've put I've put my kids to bed. They're talking about you dogs. They're talking about dogs on this show. And he goes, what? Like that. And it scares his cobras out. And he goes, I love doing that to women. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Hey, it's all so funny. <laughs> it it can't be any funnier than Fleabag, which is just okay, yeah, so good. good. Go. 
But Start of series one. It is so good. Also, like, series Harry two Hero is so well. good. You almost can't believe she's made it. Honestly, okay. I'm sitting there like, this is amazing. It's so good. Okay. Um. Anyway, all right, fella boy. All right, lad. Um, we'll um, we'll speak to you all next week. Yeah. Bye, um, everyone. If, yeah. Don't forget. Oh. If you've got any questions. Yeah, oh yeah. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. We'll do. We'll maybe do a live Insta question or Facebook question time Whoa, when we're together next. Yeah. Mm, bon, or Twitter. Bon. Or right. All right. Bye. Good luck to you. Bye all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.